It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Dallas Cowboys release running back Ezekiel Elliott. What will the team do at the running back position moving forward? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown today to get started. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we've got a, a lot of news to get into. Let's start with this one. Uh, the Cowboys officially released Ezekiel Elliott on Wednesday. Felt like this was to, – actually, to me, it was a little bit surprising. I thought they would ultimately get some kind of pay cut done. Yeah. But they decide to move on. What are your thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts. You know, um, you know first and foremost uh, – Huge amount of appreciation for everything that Zeke brought mm-hmm. to the the organization was obviously, uh, I think, a ring of honor player for the Cowboys. Um, you know, I, I don't. You know, well, they'll have discussions about Hall of Fame. I don't know what Hall of Fame running back looks like anymore. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? But I, I do think I do know that having Zeke when he was, uh, you know, in his prime and even beyond that was. Uh, you know, we could talk about the contract and, you know, contract is still such a huge part of this conversation. Which about is none him. of his fault, by the way. Yeah, I, I exactly. Think, I think a lot of people get that confused. Like, you know, we, we talk about the contract all the time. It's not Zeke's fault. Zeke isn't no. the one that, you know, was offered that deal. It's, his, his, job is to go, his job is to go try yes. to make the most money uh, as he can. Which so, he did. Congratulations and, and, to him. And, yes. and to his credit, too, like, again, like, because I do feel like there's been a lot of negativity about Zeke and that sort of thing. This guy worked his tail off, you know, to earn that contract constantly. And, and it, this wasn't a case where he earned his money and he took his foot off the gas. No, like Zeke no, no. played through injury, worked extra hard, went to team meetings that he didn't need to be in order to be uh, helpful. Uh, you know, he's he was as 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 much as a team player as you could possibly hope for uh, at a guy that uh, for a guy that was a superstar on your team, right? A, a very well recognized player around the league. So. Yep. Uh, Kudos to Zeke and 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 you know his career at the Cowboys. Uh, so I, I, I cannot. We could do a whole podcast about my appreciation for Zeke yeah. if we wanted to. We're going to talk about why the Cowboys made this move and what's next. But before we move on, what's your favorite Zeke play of all time? Well, you know, we were talking about you know, there's there's lots of discussion of that. It's you know the the. The one that for sure that that got me up out of my seat screaming the most was the the eighty yard Pittsburgh uh, screen. I mean, it was just so amazing at a time when it didn't look like the Cowboys were going to be able to win that, that game. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was a really good team that year, if you remember. I do. Uh, and, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and Dallas, and Dallas, you know, 
we weren't exactly sure what was what what how good Dallas was. You know, with 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 uh, Dak and, and Zeke, that was one of the first big road wins where uh, it felt like uh, you know he really uh, he he really really you know, <laughs> made a huge play to win the game. But I, I think to me the the most you know, and I, I tweeted about the, the two things that I'll remember the most about Zeke are not necessarily the big long runs. I'll remember things like last year in the San Francisco playoff when he blocked two guys at once or when, you know, there's just like four or five different runs that that he made that were like third and one and he got tackled. He got tackled behind the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. and still managed to get the first down. I, I I think the one thing that I'll always always remember about Zeke is that I think I can count on my hands, no matter how hurt he was, or no matter how how much the tread had been run off at different points. I definitely can can count on my hands the number of times that he was met with contact and that he moved backwards. Like yeah. it, I've never seen a running back that you know you can name Henry or whatever bruise you want. I've never seen a running back who fell forward as much as Ezekiel Elliott. And that's about effort and heart and toughness. Uh, and I will always appreciate yeah. that about Zeke Elliott. I, I, you named one of my favorite plays, the 80-yard screen. Yeah. I, the touchdown that he scored to win the game against Pittsburgh in 2016 yep. is uh, probably to this day my favorite regular season win of all time yep. for the Cowboys, just because yeah. of how that game went and Listen, it didn't hurt that it was against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. No, and they were behind in that game. So that one was one of my favorites. Another one of my favorites was actually just two years ago, 2021. Uh, they were playing the Vikings, and Cooper Rush was playing quarterback, and they had a third and 17, and Rush dumped That's the ball right. Underneath. And there was three guys around Zeke, and he was able to split the two defenders, bully the other safety, and he got the first down. And it allowed the Cowboys to steal a game on primetime that they – probably shouldn't have won so a lot of great Zeke memories we're we can have a discussion down the road whether he's a ring of honor guy for the Cowboys and all that kind of stuff but still pretty pretty awesome career with the Cowboys yeah absolutely and 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 he's an all-timer and 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 I wish absolutely nothing but the best for him moving forward all right let's uh let's dive into why the Cowboys decided to make this move next This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything and everything from money line to point scores to three-pointers drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon, we are back here in the Locked On Cowboys podcast talking about the Ezekiel Elliott release. Uh, I want to ask you, why don't you think they were able to come to terms on a pay cut? Because... As soon as the, the playoff game ended against the 49ers, that was the rumor, right? That Zeke was going to take a pay cut to stay. Why do you think that ended up not being the case? I have to believe that somebody in Ezekiel Elliott's camp believed that he was going to be able to get more money uh, on an open market deal than what the Cowboys were offering, which, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I honestly, uh, it, considering the alternative being was that he was going to be cut. I have to imagine that the Cowboys were not offering a ton of money, you know, and especially maybe looking at the market now. I, I think, you know, we could talk about the Tony Pollard, you know, franchise tag and, and and looking at the market. And actually, you and I were just having a conversation about that, about whether that franchise tag uh, seemed uh, uh, ill-advised now that we've seen what the, the how soft the running back market is. Maybe the Cowboys saw, you know, exactly how soft the running back market was and even further kind of lowballed their offer to Zeke because honestly, the, the alternative is to cut him. You know, it's, 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 and, and, and let's be clear, it's a lot of money. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's $11 million and that's after the post June 1st cut, you know, so, and they're still going to eat 12 million basically in dead money, yeah. 6 million this year and 6 million next year. So, uh, I think they wanted to try to find a way to keep it because they like him a lot, but at the same time, it was a lot of money, and they may need that money for a variety of different things. Whether you know there's yeah. trades on the horizon, whether they decide to roll that over for the contracts next year, that doesn't matter. They needed that money, so I have to believe that the Cowboys made their offer. We're probably pretty firm about it because you know the there's other no uh, the alternative was cutting. Yeah. And that Zeke and or his agents and or whoever, someone on his team just didn't think that that was enough money and that they could get more money on the open market. And so it, it was just a, a decision between both parties to kind of end it here and give him an opportunity to get into free agency early and, and see what he can get. I think that's all 100 percent true. The, I think there's some other factors in here as well. Like I think the Cowboys respect and like Zeke so yeah. much that they don't necessarily want him back on a one-year, $4 million deal where he's getting three carries a game as a whatever you want to call it, right? Like, I just – I don't think they want to see a star player or a former star player in that role. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's part of the reason that it was difficult for them to kind of – uh, make a full switch over to more carries for Pollard is because Zeke – is everything that you've asked him to be, you know, it's just that the tread started to come off. Honestly, like if we want to look at, at that 2021 season, like I think it just took the rest out of him. It it, it might have ruined his career. And, 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 And honestly, it's just like, he was the only star on the team available basically that kind of was continuing to produce at a high level. He carried that team. Yeah. You know, they didn't do well, obviously, but but he what 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 little they did do, it was on his back. And and I think the respect that he must have earned in that locker yeah. room for being the just the only engine of the offense during a time when there was nothing else working for the Cowboys. Hundred percent agree. It, it, it must make a lot of this very difficult for these decisions for for you know on a personal level. Yeah, and there's also the part of it too, like if you're going to be a complimentary running back, you got to play special teams. Like yeah. it's just kind of the 
And that's the hard part, right? If you want Zeke to take a big pay cut and he's going to be down the roster. I mean, we saw Malik, Malik Davis played a bunch of special team snaps. So I, I think at some point the Cowboys just realized, Hey, it's probably better for both sides. Let's just move on. We'll rebuild this running back room and we'll let Zeke try to catch on somewhere else early in free agency. They did it on the first day of free agency. And maybe that's why they're moving on. I, I have to say too, that like, honestly, if they had asked Zeke to play special teams, I have zero doubt that he, would Oh, I'm have sure that. he would have, yeah, he would have, sure. but, but I 100% agree. It's like, you don't it's want to beneath, it's beneath him, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, he's way too good of a player to play special teams. At this absolutely. Stage of his so I, I appreciate Zeke practically willing to convert to fullback in order to kind of get snaps and help the team. And that just shows you what kind of guy Zeke is. You want a guy like Ezekiel in your locker room, and I think the next team that signs him is going to appreciate him. All right, let's. Um, we're going to have lots of time to talk about Zeke over the summer and all that kind of stuff. But what's next for the Cowboys yeah. running back? Because they have Tony Pollard on a one-year deal, fully guaranteed at ten point nine million. They can work on a long-term contract. They have Malik Davis, and that that's it. What's next? Yeah, I mean, I think draft is definitely going to be a spot where they're going to be looking at running back. I mean, I think that's seemed obvious, even if they kept Zeke Elliott, that yeah. that they were likely were going to have to pair up. So I do think that not having Zeke kind of opens up a little bit of, of a body type that you might be interested in, in in kind of drafting, right? We've heard some talk about, I don't know how to say his first name. I think it's Roshar Johnson from Roshan Johnson. Roshan, sorry, Roshan Johnson from University of Texas, who was Bijan Robinson's backup. Um, I love. We've talked about. I love those kinds of players, right? That are they go to programs where they're stacking five star recruits, and he just didn't get the college career because a, an elite elite guy was a, ahead of him the whole time. You, you see it with Ohio State wide receivers, or I mean, you know, we've, seen it with, we've seen it with Cowboys before, right? Marion Barber yeah. was a, behind. Was it Lawrence yep. Maroney at Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Felix Jones was behind. Bah- Darren uh, Darren McFadden right McFadden yeah this literally happened before and I and I think that there is value there right the guys that just didn't get the college career because of you know uh, a pile up at that position so uh, you know anyways I I think that the real quick not to mention Tony Pollard was that same player at Memphis behind Darrell Henderson exactly so uh, and uh, man who had a better career uh, (laughs) coming into the NFL uh uh, yeah, and I think I, I think you know the Cowboys have kind of exploited that before. I mean, I think that's why you get a guy like Noah Brown, who is you know also was recently cut, very good athlete, can do a lot of different things, but you get in the seventh round, right? Because he went to Ohio State behind a bunch of other talented receivers. So, uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys definitely will look in the draft. Uh, there probably is some free agent uh, options that they could look at if if things get really cheap. Um, and, and, you know, the market continues to suppress. Honestly, if the market continues the way it is, maybe they just wait a little while and see if some of these accomplished, still available running backs on the market will come in for a ridic- ridiculously cheap number. And, and maybe that's even a better still alternative than, than having to draft a guy. So, uh, I, I tend to think that their first choice would be to draft someone just because of, of, of the, the labor cost and, and, and everything you get and, and the return that you can usually get from, young running sure. backs that are coming into the league. So I would be on the lookout for, uh, you know, starting in the third round, uh, well, a, a running back that's failed. What, what's interesting though, is there, there is a point where a free agent running back is better than a draft pick. I just don't know where yeah. the trade off is. I'll give you a name, right? 
I think Damian Harris, who played with the Patriots, would be an awesome fit for Dallas as that between-the-tackle hammer. He averaged five yards of carry for the last four years at New England as basically that exact role. Yeah. If he wants one year, three million, is that better or worse than spending a second round pick on a running back? It's better. I mean, my I opinion. would think so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, opportunity cost and honestly, the value isn't, I don't think that much different to be, no. you know, to be honest. So, or what if Deontay Foreman, who had a fantastic year with the Panthers last year, wants to come in on a two year, $5 million deal? It's like, okay, I, that point, even though, yeah, you're missing out on the rookie contract, it's actually cheaper to go get the veteran. Yeah, uh, I think there is there is uh, this is obvious. I mean, every year it seems like the 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 market is better and better for teams for for that are looking for running backs. Cowboys have a ton of options here because the free agent market is so uh, uh, deep and, and and it's been you know soft. Uh, and because of the draft, I mean, the draft is always going to produce a ton of running backs who can do a, a bunch of different things and that will be available. You know, after day two, you could still easily get a starter. Yeah, it's going to be interesting there. Uh, really quickly on Tony Pollard, um, t- it's guaranteed ten point nine million. Do you have any interest in giving him a long term deal, or do you want to see the Cowboys just kind of let this thing play out? I could see it both ways. I mean, honestly, you and I had a conversation before this. Uh, I-, I could see them, you know, trying to look at the soft market and say, "Hey, you know, look at this market, Tony. Why don't we give you a long term deal, something in line with this?" At least you can get some, you know, guaranteed time with us, and the, you know, who knows that the market's even worse next year. Uh, but I could also see the the situation where they're comfortable with what they have got Pollard under. Maybe they don't want to necessarily commit to him long term because of you know not wanting to commit to running backs long term, uh, and see what he can do this year with it with an eye towards maybe replacing him next year. I I I, I really don't know at this point. It'll be interesting to see how they play it. I think I'm good just letting things play out. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, I I, I think I think signing him to a deal makes a lot of sense. Um, if you aren't, if you were more certain about the injury, right, like coming yeah. back from the injury and everything, but there is some uncertainty with Pollard because you just don't know how he's going to bounce back from this. Uh, but what happens if you sign a three year deal with him and then he comes into training camp and he's just not the same? Well, player? and the other thing is you have time here, right? Like, let's see what the draft you know unfolds. Like. Yeah, I mean, you know my thoughts on the Cowboys drafting Bijan Robinson in the first round, but let's say What's that happens Gibbs. or Gibbs, right? Like, let's say yeah. you trade back to the forty-fifth pick and you get Gibbs, right? At that point, I don't think you have any interest in giving Pollard a new deal. No, but let's say no. the draft doesn't fall that the way that you're hoping to. You only are able to grab a guy in the fifth round, and it's you know June fifth, and it's like, hey, Pollard, would you like to sign a? three-year deal with a little bit more guaranteed money than you're making right now and kind of finish out your career in Dallas. I, I could see that happening as well. I, I think that would make I think that's, that's, that's why I think it's easy to argue out of both sides of our mouths yeah. because both sides have make some sense to be honest. Yeah. Yep. All right. We, uh, we've got some other Cowboys news that happened on Thursday. That's a pretty big deal. We'll get to yeah. it next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. 
available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Landon, so we got some news about Tyron Smith's contract. There was some kind of stuff up in the air about what was going to happen with Tyron Smith. Was he going to come back? Were the Cowboys going to move on from him? We heard these same rumors for about five years now, and Tyron always comes back. So officially, officially, Tyron Smith is coming back. Here is the contract. It was a one-year $13 million deal. It's reworked now where it's a one-year $6 million deal with a $3 million bonus a $3 million base, which is fully guaranteed. Yeah. And then he gets a $1 million playtime incentive when he hits 50, 55%, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90% uh, of snaps played. And he makes $500,000 per playoff win for the Cowboys. I got to be honest, this is a home run signing for both sides. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the kind of deal that can happen when – there's trust on both sides, yes. right? Uh, yeah. These two sides have uh, uh, there's goodwill built up here, I think, and 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 I feel like this is a deal that works perfectly for both, right? Tyron has an opportunity to actually make more money on his contract with this than he had previously, but the Cowboys insure themselves from you know Tyron Smith's injury issues which the last a five years, which are real, uh, which by you know having playtime escalators, and I think. This allows everyone to be happy because look, if 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 he hits these playtime escalators, he plays eighty percent of the snaps or whatever this year, and the Cowboys and they also have escalators for like playoff wins and Super Bowl yep. wins. If, yep. if he hits all those escalators, Cowboys will gladly, laughingly walk, run yeah. to his house to deliver the big bigger check and, and, and hand it over to him because they will be thrilled. And if if he gets injured and unfortunately has to miss six seven games. They have a, uh, a contingency plan in place mm-hmm. as far as personnel goes, and now they have a financial contingency plan in place so that they aren't taking an unnecessary cap hit uh, with for a player that unfortunately isn't playing the number of snaps that you anticipated. So, yeah, this is a fantastic deal for the Cowboys. It frees up a lot of necessary money to kind of move things around a little bit more. And for Tyron, you know, look, Tyron Smith may be – Tyron Smith may be my favorite cowboy. I mean, he's yeah. I, 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 he's, he's definitely my favorite me. current cowboy. I would say, and he's he's making his way to my favorite all time Dallas cowboy. I just love the guy. I love the way he goes about business. Yes, uh, and I love that he sees the value in sticking with an organization and playing out through the end of his career, and you know, providing flexibility in the money while realizing. There is a way for me to do this to help the team and also yep. help myself if I could stay on the field. It's perfect. It, it's perfect for both sides. Um, now, I did read an article. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on who wrote it. I think it was Michael Galcon. But essentially, Tyron Smith signed this contract, or this you know new deal, knowing that his starting spot at left tackle is not guaranteed. Like he's basically he's open to playing wherever the Cowboys need to play, whether that's left tackle, whether that's right tackle, or whether that's as a swing guy. And I think that's really important because it, he's not going to be upset if Tyler Smith ends up becoming the left tackle and you need him to play right tackle for a few weeks. I think he's completely bought in, which is awesome. I mean, that's Tyron Smith, man. Like yeah. again, that's the kind of stuff that you. The, the kind of dude that like would come back, would work as hard as he did to come back from that hamstring injury and then switch to right tackle after exactly. not playing it for a decade. Like that's who this dude is. And Cowboys fans like 
we should we be building shrines him. to this guy. <laughs> like we, we don't uh, yeah. appreciate him enough. I he, mean, again, so awesome. This is after giving us a decade of elite left tackle play yes. for you know middle of the left tackle market for yes. for seven years. That alone, I mean, you can make an argument that Tyron Smith's left tackle contract alone covered up the stink of the Jalen Smith and sure. Ezekiel Elliott contracts simply because Tyron should have been making almost double what he was being paid uh, uh, on his old contract. So and basically with the cap savings, the Cowboys got out of the, the this new Tyron deal for this year was able to allow them to get Stefan Gilmore. I think it's almost identical to what the Cowboys are going to be paying Gilmore to this year compared to the cap savings. I think all the money that, Tyron would earn this year incentives goes into next year's cap. Um, fantastic. It's allowed them to build a better team than they were, you know, a month ago. All hail awesome. Tyron Smith. Seriously. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Glad uh, to have him back. Where would you like to see him play this year? I mean, I know we have a long time before we get to training camp and preseason, but ideally where would you like to see him play? I just think it's the cleanest to have him play left tackle, have Tyler Smith play left guard, uh, and then Tyler Smith is your is your backup left tackle solution, right? And then figure out the left guard, figure out who's your right tackle backup. I think those the two things are easier to solve than trying to make Tyler Smith your left tackle, make Tyron Smith your swing tackle, and then you have to draft a starting guard. I, look, unless I mean, I guess the, the the only other way around this is if you go into the draft, you you draft someone like Steve Avila, right? And then you sure. like him so much that you want to plug him in at left guard and then you you want to play tyler smith at left tackle and then that's how you keep tyron smith healthy for most of the year is by making him the swing tackle the fact guys again the fact that tyron smith is even willing to do this is so ridiculous like yeah most tackles are 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 demanding trades to get out of their team so that they can go get new contracts tyron smith is so loyal to this team maybe even to a fault that he's willing to do this, take a pay cut, and potentially be the swing tackle. Again, guys, cre- go create it, your yes. alters to Tyron Smith yes. and, and thank him for this. We, we are literally seeing offensive tackles say, hey, I don't want to play right tackle. I want to play left yeah. tackle, a position that I don't play as well because I know it's going to get me paid more in free agency. And Tyron Smith is like, you know what, just play me wherever you want to play me. I'll figure it out. That's um, confidence. That's 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 confidence, that's confidence in yourself. You now, know? I, I, I got one crazy thing. I, I think I know the answer, but I need to ask. Uh-oh. Is there any chance that the Cowboys leave Tyler Smith at left tackle, Terrence Steele at right tackle, and try to figure out Tyron Smith at left guard? No, I I would agree. I just don't think he. I don't I don't think he would be necessarily that great at guard. You know, he's 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 that's too, not his position, right? Yeah, it's I mean he's strong and he's you know and 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 th- th- those things would work, but I just think the technique is so different. Uh, you know. No, I go find a guard. I, you know? I think Tyler Smith, he's young enough in his career that he can make the switch back and forth a lot easier than Tyron Smith can probably do it. Yeah, and again, I think you know you can pencil that in as your solution, and then if you get to the draft and Schmidt or uh, Avilia, uh, Avilia or, or whatever, you know, right? or, or 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 Cyrus Torrance somehow is there. All those guys are great fits to plug and play right away uh, as starters. So if if that's the case and you draft one of those guys, then you can have the conversation about moving Tyron sure. to, as your swing tackle. But I, I mean, as of right now, it gives you incredible flexibility to do whatever you need to kind of draft cleanly. And you know, once you um, get into the draft, 
I'm not going to break any news here, but it seems pretty obvious. If Ty, if Tyron Smith is healthy, he's going to be starting at one of your tackle spots. They'll figure everything else out down the road. Yeah, I don't, right? I, I don't think that's outrageous. You know, I, I mean, mean, Tyler Smith played fantastic football last year, but I, I just don't know that you can, you know, necessarily. I'm not taking uh, Tyron uh, Smith off the field if he's healthy. That's all. There's just no way. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Scouting Show with the draft dudes. From free agency to the draft to salary cap management and more, join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcast in on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can check out the show uh, on YouTube every single day. It's free over there. Uh, go follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we'll see you guys right back here tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.